How could you? I saw you with that girl. It was just a dance. Jeez, Mary, it was nothing. I saw you put your hands. I'm leaving. Wait, I'll drive you. No, I don't want anything from you. I'll walk home. An elderly gentleman found Mary the next morning while on his walk. The coroner placed her time of death at 1.30 in the morning, but the police never found the driver of the car. Mary's family buried her in the nearby cemetery, Resurrection Cemetery, a week later. And then Mary began to haunt that strip of highway seven years later. At least, that's how the urban legend goes. You're listening to Ghostly Activities, I'm your guide, Jacob Rice, and this is The Legend of Resurrection Mary. Since the 1930s, a spirit has walked along Archer Avenue in Justice, Illinois, which is about 45 minutes to an hour southwest of downtown Chicago. Many drivers have stopped to help the young woman only to see her disappear before their very eyes. Now, there are two leading theories on Mary's true identity, but I think we should consider other people. Before we start, let's look at the hitchhiker spirits across Chicago. And quite frankly, if there's a major road and intersection, you're going to have a hitchhiker ghost roaming around. There's more than a dozen of these spirits appearing across Chicagoland. Um, some of the most famous are in Cicero, Illinois, which is due west of downtown, well, a little bit southwest. And then there's another that goes along Lake County on a somewhat rural highway. So, like I said, big city, lots of cars, lots of people, you're going to have some hitchhiker ghosts. But for the urban legend itself, according to the story I'm most familiar with, Mary's the 18-year-old daughter of Polish immigrants and she'd gone out dancing with her boyfriend at O. Henry Ballroom in Willow Springs, which is, Willow Springs is right next to Justice. And later in the evening, she gets in a fight with her boyfriend after she catches him dancing with another girl. She leaves the dance hall and starts walking home. And that's when a car strikes and kills her at 1.30 in the morning, as we heard from the recreation. The driver's never found. Mary gets buried in Resurrection Cemetery. Now, Another version of it, it's all pretty similar, but it's her boyfriend drives her and they get into an argument in the car. 
which leads to a crash and Mary being killed. If you want the gory details, she gets ejected. But I'm not so sure if the Mary of the legend is the Mary in real life. And in fact, I'm not even sure. Her real name's Mary. But let's take a look at some of the history of her sightings. And it starts in 1934. It's just a random ghost hitchhiker walking along Archer Avenue and hanging out at the main gate of Resurrection Cemetery. Now, in the story that I just talked about with the recreation, that's set in 1927, and there is a Mary associated with a July 1927 car accident, but I'll get to that in a minute. So 1934, things start up. 1939, a guy named Jerry Paulus dances with Mary at the ballroom that we just talked about, Oh Henry. And while he's driving her home, she wants to get out at the main gate and disappears. What's interesting is we get that in 1939, but the next documented sighting, and again, this has to be documented, someone had to talk about it, right? Is in 1973. And in that case, it's a cab driver, goes to Chet's Melody Lounge, which is kind of in a uh, strip mall in the area where the Willow Springs Dance Hall or O. Henry Dance Hall, as it was called back in the 20s, would be. And he's saying a lady stiffed him for his ride uh, to Resurrection Cemetery. Now, thing is, this, that cemetery would be two miles away from there. So if he's driving along, anyway, I got some doubts <laughs> to that one, okay? 1976, a motorist hits the young lady in front of the cemetery but as he opens his car door to get out, she vanishes. This is probably the most common type of recorded experience with Mary. Someone hits a lady by the front gate and she disappears. Now, sometimes the lady runs in front of the car, but that's the most common one. 1978, two years later, another motorist strikes a young lady in front of the cemetery. She vanishes when he gets out of the car. And a lot of times these are cabs. Uh, which is kind of interesting. Sometimes, you know, it's just regular guy putzing around on Archer Avenue, right? Now, this is probably the most famous one, and that's 1979. A cabbie picks up Mary from a strip mall on Archer Avenue. So if you, you know, if you go to the website, I've got a map, and you can see where the strip mall would be located. It's about two and a half miles, maybe three miles uh, south on Archer Avenue. And she gets in, asks him to stop at the cemetery. Now, mind you, she didn't say where she wanted to go. She just got in the car and he started driving, which I think is a little pervy, right? <laughs> For a cab driver just to pick up some random girl. She vanishes from the back seat when they get to the front, to the main gate of the cemetery. That is probably the most documented case. And if you read a lot of the Chicago papers, 1980, driver hits the young lady in front of the cemetery, but when they get out of the car, nothing there. You know, they hear the whamp on the hood of the car, but she's not there. That period of the 70s up to 1980 is probably the most documented sightings of Resurrection Mary. The last story comes in 1989, and a couple of friends are driving on Archer Avenue, two women. Instead of hitting Mary, they go right through her. And one of the ladies reported that Mary was kind of ethereal. She had this like halo illumination around her, but her face was a black void. Of course, there was no body to be found. And they're like, WTF, I think we just saw Resurrection Mary. And again, that's the last time we saw Mary. 
What I think is interesting around this time too is of the 70s to the early 80s. That was like peak Bachelors Grove Cemetery ghost sightings and monster sightings. That's for another podcast, which is coming up. But, you know, that period of time is peak paranormal activity in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, okay? So just to get to where Mary is manifesting, I've got on the website, if you, I'll link to it. If you go to a map, you can see it's about a three and a half mile strip from O. Henry Ballroom, which is now Willow Brook Ballroom and Banquet. And it goes up to the main gates of Resurrection Catholic Cemetery and Mausoleum, so that's the proper name. I'm gonna tease this out, but like half of justice is that cemetery, okay? It's a really big cemetery. But the thing is, when we get to Willow Springs, it's a lot of forest preserves. And over time, they've had a lot of bodies. So let's just put a pin in that and come back to it. So when Mary manifests, let's just talk about what she looks like. A teen girl, about 18 to 19 years old, wearing a white dress, white shawl, white shoes. She's got blonde hair. Some of the reports are it's like a, a pixie cut and others report it comes down to her shoulders. She's blonde, of course, blue eyed, and she speaks with a Polish accent, which I always think is funny though, because Mary's never gone out and actually said, hi, my name's Mary and I'm Polish. You know, <laughs> that's something to keep in mind. The other thing that I think is really interesting here is with the last sighting, it seems like Mary's dissipating because her face, the black void, she's a wisp of a person, this glow around her. It makes me think the ghost is dissipating. Maybe she's used up all of her energy. I mean, if you remember, the, the manifestation started in 1934, so when you get up to about 1989, she's over 50 years, maybe there's nothing, nothing left for her. Maybe all of her family and friends have passed on at this point, so there's not a real good reason to keep her linked to Archer Avenue and Resurrection Cemetery anymore. So let's talk about the identity of Mary. And there's two theories on that, one from Troy Taylor and the other from Ursula Bielski, both well-known Chicagoans and paranormal writers here. Troy Taylor wrote this really great article on Mary Bergovi. I'll put a link to this for you. She was about 21 when she died in a car crash, but she didn't die by Resurrection Cemetery or on Archer Avenue at all. She actually died in Chicago's Loop, so if you know the downtown area of Chicago, you know, with the elevated train, well, her boyfriend, well, I don't know if he was a boyfriend, he hit one of the pillars at Lake and State, I believe, and killed her. So this is, I don't know, 20 some miles away. And the other thing is we talked about Mary the ghost being blonde and Polish and wearing white, a white dress and everything. But Mary Bergovi had short, dark hair. And, you know, where she died was an hour away. So that's not a really compelling case. The other thing is Miss Bergovi, she was Czech, not Polish, but I get it. I'm not familiar with Slavic languages. I cannot tell them apart either. I wouldn't be surprised. That neck of the woods down by Justice, there were a lot of Polish people living there at the time, so that makes sense. Now, this Mary is buried. Mary Bergovi is buried at Resurrection Cemetery. Well, she's one of two. Yep, two. 
The second Mary Bergofi was a 34-year-old mother of two who was buried there in 1922. So I, I can get people kind of mixing this up, Mary Bergofi being 21 years old. Here's, here's the take on that, though. Her grave may have been desecrated. You see, when she was interred there, they did an expansion shortly after her. she was buried in there. And she died in March, and I think she was officially buried in April. But during World War II, there was an expansion of the cemetery to make room for the war, World War II dead coming home. They didn't move all the graves when they redid the cemetery plots. They moved gravestones. Some people got moved. Some people just got covered over in dirt. And we believe Mary Bergovi's grave is one of those that may be under a few feet of dirt. It's interesting that she died in March, buried in April, and a ghost of a young lady walking in that section of the cemetery began. There's no reports that that's really Mary Bergovi and that Mary Bergovi is now the Resurrection Mary you see at the gates of the cemetery. The next one proposed by Ursula Bielski is Anna Maria Norcus. This one I, I really have a hard time believing as well. So Anna, she was a 12-year-old girl who died in a car accident. Again, she didn't die near the cemetery. She had just gone out dancing with her dad and family friends and their daughter. They went to the O. Henry Ballroom to, to dance. She, her 13th birthday was coming up with something she wanted to do. And this is about July 1927 when the accident happened. But that car accident was at Harlem Avenue and 66th Street. And the dad essentially drove into a pit because of road repairs. It killed Mary in the accident. But I should say Anna, not Mary. Maria was her middle name. Anna is buried at St. Casimir Cemetery in Mount Greenwood. That's a Lithuanian cemetery because the Norcus family, they were Lithuanian. You know, I, I just don't know if I can think about a 12-year-old manifesting as an 18 or 19-year-old adult. Usually, when ghosts appear, they're fixed to a point in their life, either it being their prime. I know the child never reached her prime in life, but no, that doesn't make sense. There's a couple of other things that go along with this that there's no real good records for. There's been a lot of interviews. So if you check out Ursula Bielski's book on Chicago haunts, you can read about Resurrection Mary. In that case, she was supposed to be interred at St. Casimir's pretty quickly, but there was a strike, a gravedigger strike at St. Casimir's. So the family had her temporarily interred at Resurrection Cemetery. I, apparently her body was left there for a year. She had to decompose. Her coffin had decomposed. Her body was a mark. I, I got all sorts of reality checks on that one. Like if she were embalmed, which she most likely was, her body would still be in good shape. And even that type of coffin would probably make it a year. And also there's death records and burial records of her at being in St. Casimir Cemetery. Uh, but if you want more information, there's a great article by Raymond Johnson. He is the Chicago haunt detective. He writes extensively about paranormal activity in Chicago. He was involved in the police force. I don't remember right offhand if he was a true police officer or if he just worked with the police department. He's got a great article on this about Resurrection Mary, and it could be any one of six people. I'm going to say it's more than six people because just doing some sleuthing between 1920 and 1940, I found 96 records of bodies being found, either hit and run or bodies in the forest preserves around the cemetery. If you remember, I mentioned the map for the cemeteries and all on Archer Avenue in Willow Springs, there's a lot of forest preserves. 
something a lot of people got dumped there, either committed suicide or they were murdered. That's a lot of people to check out. And I would say a lost soul for someone murdered, haunting a strip of road next to the forest that they got dumped in makes a bit more sense than Mary Bergovi and Anna Norcus, who really didn't have a relationship to the area. So I don't think we'll ever know for sure who Resurrection Mary is, and she may not be manifesting anymore because it's been over 30 years since we've heard about her hauntings. But if you need some ghost hunting tips, I've done some investigating down there. <laughs> Here's the thing to know about that strip of Archer Avenue going up to Resurrection Cemetery. It's busy. Archer Avenue is a state highway as well, and cars are always going by all hours of the day. Well, you know, maybe not between three and five in the morning. It's a really busy road. It's also on the flight plan to Midway Airport, one of the big airports in the Chicago metropolitan area. I know O'Hare always gets the press, but Midway's pretty busy too. There's planes flying overhead all the time. There is rail next to it, commuter trains, and you're always hearing that horn go off. So you can think about if you go and you want to do EVP sessions, everything's going to get polluted by it. But Mary is known for apparitions. So, you know, she's a lifelike apparition. Maybe not at the end. Maybe she's dissipated a bit more. But you should be able to get good video evidence of Resurrection Mary. Now, she tends to manifest at night, which, you know, can be a problem. And if I, I've had the experience with apparitions I could see with my eyes, that if I use infrared or full spectrum, they didn't come out on film at all. So this is the case where you might just want to use a normal light camera with a good light on it to see if you can capture her. Now, you could try an electromagnetic pump as well. I've had that. I've used them on ghost hunts before. You know, I don't know if it's going to have have the strength to, to pump enough EM to bring back Mary as a full apparition. So I've got some doubts there. But anyway... I'm thinking Resurrection Mary may have just moved on. No one's seen her since 1989. I'm not even sure if the two identities brought up, Mary Bergovi and Anna Maria Norcus, are even accurate. There's a lot of bodies that have been dumped there, suicides, murder victims, in the forest preserves along the road and near the cemetery. I'm thinking it might be one of those victims. Her name may not even be Mary. So with that, thank you for tuning in to Ghostly Activities. I'll be back soon with another Urban Legend report. Take care.